Welcome back to Out of Battery hey. Live. Felt a little choppy there in the intro, right? Or is that just me on my end? Okay. Well, it's Bid Plum here at Night Swarm Tech. We got the old man Zero back. Everybody's been wanting to see Zero back on here. Tonight we got we had Todd to wait Kelly. until he got his beard. Good evening, everybody. We have some matching beards at the bottom of the screen. Tonight we have Invader Zip as a guest. But before yes. we get to him. I'd like to talk about some of the what's new in GunCAD. Or you can tell me how you are tonight, Swarm. Honestly, guys, my hands are full of gunpowder. My heart is full of love. I built a 1911 today, and I just got to say, two world wars, baby. <laughs> I understand now. It was awesome. Happy nice. Saturday, y'all. Zero, how about you? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I, uh, there's a million things going on out in GunCAD, but, uh, the only thing that, that anyone really sent me to that sticks, if I can get it to show on the screen, now I'm having problems doing it. How do I share it? Why won't it share? Oh, let me share that for you. There you go. You got it. All right. So AG off grid from uh, black Lotus coalition has got a uh, new project she's working on. It's a pump action AR that will do any of the big boy calibers, any of the, the center fire rifle calibers. If it's got a carbine length gas system in it, it will work in her platform right now. She's having great results with her uh, five, five, six, and she's going straight to 50 Beowulf on her next beta. Open beta is going to be open anywhere from 10 to, to 30 days or something like that. So keep an eye on Black Lotus Coalition, and they will let us know when they're ready to open beta this baby. And uh, other than that, you know, I got the Ghost Gunner 3. I've uh, already milled a couple of lowers, and I figured out how to do the custom engraving of logos. So uh, as soon as my engraving bits come in, I will be engraving some lowers. And... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to pass it on. Somebody else has got to have some other good stuff out there. So what's new in gun kit? Well, the Mustela Plastico dropped this week. I'd like to show the trailer for that.
it's kind of a little big deal. Nice. I like pop, it. Dude. That's awesome. How about you, Swarm? Anything new in Guncad? Guys, I am fully in launcher season. The uh, the underbarrel is proceeding in a very exciting way, and we're going to have some footage for you guys very soon. I don't at this moment in time, but let me tell you, the Mayfly will fly. So get excited. <sighs> All right. Sounds good. Well, without further ado, let's bring on our guest. Before, there actually is a little further ado. There's a further so, ado? There is further, further ado. ado. Okay. All y'all did a fantastic job of commenting that Bit loves the NT-79. Guys, I the the love for Bit's, Bit's love for the NT-79 is... I do love the, the NT-79. Mood. 40 of you recognize that he loves the NT-79. Guys, that's, that's awesome. For a show of our size, for all of you to comment in like that, fantastic. And what that means is you guys, someone is going to get a Monarch kit. So we are going to continue the tradition of uh, literally pulling a name from a hat I have handwritten all of these on a bunch of sticky notes, and the sticky side is closed, so it can't stick to other stuff. But can I get a can I get a drum roll from the other host? Just tap your desk very rapidly. There you go. And the moment of truth. We have Capitan Brungle. I don't think you guys can read my uh, ah! handwriting. But uh, Cappy V, get in touch with us. Um, find us on Element or send us an email at outofbatterylive at gmail. We're going to get in touch with you, get you a Monarch parts kit. You're going to be all set to be doing some beautiful pump action 556, baby. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're going to have more for you soon. Hell yeah. Um, all right, let's bring Zip on. Let's do it. Where's he at? Yo. Hey. Welcome, Zip. There he is. What is up, guys? What is up, man? My homeboy. Thanks for having me on tonight. Love that background. Thanks. It uh, hides the mess of the GATLAB that I have, so it works. I feel well, like welcome. you take it down. You think I should take it down? Just to, I, see, just to see the mess. Yeah, you don't Let's see the GATLAB. Let's see the no, mess. There's too many broken arcs back there, and it's a lot right, of sacrifice. We're supposed to be promoting GATLABs, too, so I'm pretty sure that we need to see your GATLAB. <laughs> I didn't enter mine on the roast. You know, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> nice. You got to enter them in this time. Everybody has about two weeks to get their GAT labs in. Yeah, let me get it all squared away and then I'll give you guys an entry. Did you see the winner last time? It's not about squaring it away, man. It's not. Utilitarian. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Although I highly doubt that we'll see the same type of winner this time. I hope people go all out. I hope they get like LED strip lights and turn that shit into like a cyberpunk fantasy. That would be awesome. Yeah. Guys, you can get strip lights really cheap. Just if, if you're listening and you want to submit and win the Get Labs, they're like 10 bucks for three strips. You can do cool stuff. Just saying. More importantly, we have Invader Zip with us, though. Glad to have you, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, I'm not the uh, I'm not the personality that, you know, comes with the name, so... Sorry if I'm a little. You know. I'm pretty sure I spent two days with you at Bear Arms and Bitcoin, and you were quite the personality for two solid days. So I appreciate that, Zero. I appreciate that. And you had a lot of people wanting to see you and your 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 awesome setup. I hope you got photos of that in the slideshow tonight. I don't know if we do. I completely yeah, forgot I about that. That was a good time, though. So Invader Zip, how did you get into GunCAD? 
how did I get into GunCAD? Um, well, I bought some. I bought one 3D printer, V2, to uh, basically do some soccer mom shit, sell on Etsy, you know. And uh, yeah, I was just like printing random shit off Thingiverse, and I was like, oh, maybe I can, you know, design my own thing. First thing I designed was a um, uh, light bar bracket for my printer. Uh, horrible design looking back, but I kept it because you know you see the progress and, and where you've been and where you are now. Um, and so yeah, that was my first experience with Fusion. And then I saw somehow Mr. Snow popped up on my socials and I saw him doing a live stream of the AWCY video game. And I was at work when I when I saw this. I was like, oh, this is badass. So I hop on my work computer and I fucking go play the video game. Um, and then I saw the picture of the, the Scorpion. I think I just released at that time. And I was like, dude, this is so cool. Like, I didn't know this existed. And uh, one thing led to the other. And I ended up finding myself in... AWC wide lobby not too long after. Um, and turns out the first gun I ever printed was the FGC nine and ended up doing, you know, I went through the whole ringer. I did uh, <clears throat> the ECM barrel and the welded bolt and all that shit um, wow. just to, you know, experience it for what it was supposed to be very, very cool. And uh, yeah. And then, you know, about a year later, here I am. How did it function when you, when uh, you got it done? So I haven't even shot a full mag through it. Um, I am getting failures to eject. So I think my ECM on the chamber is a little tight. Gotcha. But I'm a little lazy to go back and try to do that again. So it's kind of like just on the wall. Like, yeah, I did it. You know, it's there. Not my go-to. It's cool. Right on. Yeah. Did you uh, have any experiences with uh, the name of our show? Any out of batteries with your FGC? No. Like I said, I only shot maybe... 10 rounds through it. I was pretty skeptical because I built it and almost a full year later I shot it. Um, yeah, like it was just there, you know. So uh, I actually shot at the same time I did the first shots on the ARC 1.0. Shot the same day. So um, no, thankfully I didn't. But I wasn't uh, mag dumping either. So that's probably helped a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which one did you like better of the two you shot that day? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good answer. It's a good answer. Very cool. Yeah. So I kind of in that vein, I did ask the question uh, if you had any out of batteries that day with the FGC nine, but you're on out of battery live. So it's appropriate for us to ask, have you ever had an out of battery? Personally, I have not. No. Mm -hmm. It sounds, is there, is there any more behind that, uh, that answer? Uh, yeah. So I would say rather lately, maybe the last four or five months, uh, out of batteries have been popping up, on, popping up on arc builds, and not too many, maybe like three or four. But it's still concerning, you know, especially with a plastic build. So, uh, kind of started digging into that and what could be the cause. And I actually talked with Petey Ralph, and um, I wasn't aware of this at the time. Something called bolt bounce, and so I had learned what bolt bounce was. And if for anyone that doesn't know. It has to do with your buffer weight, buffer spring combo. Um, basically, when your bolt, you know, goes home, it bounces off the barrel and then reseats itself. And if you're rapid firing and happen to be firing while it's bouncing, your round isn't chambered and it's going to blow up. So about three or four arcs blew up. Uh, thankfully, no one got hurt. The arcs looked like they could still function after they blew up, which was crazy. Uh, but basically, the sides just blew out. And um, 
So I had, you know, Ralph make a video on Volt Bounce, and I recommend you guys to look it up if you aren't aware of what Volt Bounce is. And uh, you can always record in slow motion. Uh, basically drop your bolt and watch it go home and see if it bounces. Um, just make sure you're safe, you know? Absolutely. I think I have that video. We may play that uh, tonight. Yeah, that's, that's a cool video. And there's some pictures, mm -hmm. I think. Very nice. It's uh, it's always tough to see anything that you have that you've designed out in the field having issues, but uh, it, it definitely speaks a lot to your character that you are still willing to really go back and research and figure out what happened and not just say, oh, well, you built it wrong. Um, that's pretty cool. I'm glad to see that. No, of course, man. I mean, people are putting their trust in us as, as developers. You know, like, they're, oh, yeah, these guys tested it enough, whatever. I feel comfortable to go print this and go shoot it. Mm -hmm. I didn't how many out of battery uh, reports did you get before you decided, hey, maybe it's more than just somebody that didn't build it right? Oh, it was, I did it on the first one. I asked the guy, uh, you know, basically what happened. He explained he was rapid firing. And then I actually talked to PD Ralph because he's pretty knowledgeable on uh, pistol calibers. And he was like, oh, find out what spring and weight. And that's when I kind of went into it. Um, and I tried to put it out there on social media to tell people to, you know, check this. But right. not everybody's as active, and it's just hard to reach the masses. Mm -hmm. These are very good data points too, from uh, you know failure standpoint, so you can redesign with failures in mind. Yeah, and so on the on the DLC release, I actually included in there recommended spring and weight combos per caliber, mm -hmm. so that you know there's something for people to go off of, and I included you know explaining what bolt bounce was. And, Hopefully, people can uh, inform themselves on that. Yeah, that was a good resource. I uh, I saw the video and uh, got mine from the DLC because I'm still in the middle of building my Swami drum, and uh, and uh, so it's nice to buy it right the first time instead of you know having to worry about fiddling with it and buying a bunch of buffer weights and stuff like that. Yeah, and awesome. if anyone hasn't built an arc yet. The DLC is far superior. Everything that the first release had, the DLC has. So just go straight to the DLC, um, and you'll be you'll be set. It's just it's way better. I heard some babies in the background. What's it like balancing I'm, your I'm sorry. Uh, family? No, no, that brings me to my next question. What's it like balancing your family life with GunCAD life? Uh, it's it's hard. You know, having I definitely don't have as much time as I used to. I think that's why the 2.0 is taking longer to get out there. Um, so I apologize for that, but yeah, real life definitely gets in the way and I'm feeling it now. I got a two year old and a two month old. So you hear the two year old, two month old is right now just passed out all the time, which is nice. And I probably got another four months of that. And then I got two babies screaming all the time. Um, but no, man, it's, it's cool. And honestly, I'm excited till they get older so I can start to bring them into this. That's probably my biggest excitement is to get them into this. Because my two-year-old's already interested in watching the printers just print. So, nice. obviously, PLA, you know, I'm not trying to kill her lungs or anything. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it's really interesting to see, you know, what they what they like, what they get into. Do you have any plans for the first, uh, first piece you'll let them shoot? Definitely a 22. Uh, depending on what's out by then. I mean, she's two, so... Who knows where we'll be at that point. But if it was right now, I would say maybe a scar like the, the Arc DLC Scorpion, just because I have one. Yeah. You know, so that'd be pretty cool. 
little engineers of tomorrow this is the first generation of gun catters the first generation of children born with a 3d printer printing guns in the home mm -hmm. yeah that's amazing yeah she loves the she loves the cat lab do you think when they grow up they'll tell people yeah no big deal growing up my dad was a badass internationally known gun designer <laughs> they, they might but i mean i don't know they might not see it the same way it might be more normal than you know What's it like to be GunCAD famous? I don't see myself as GunCAD famous, so I, I couldn't tell you. I feel pretty pretty fucking normal. Handsome and modest. I appreciate that. You're definitely GunCAD famous. I think Thank you're one you. of the most famous devs out there. The Ark is a very popular build in the trailer. Look how many different builds in the trailer. I think that's uh, the most uh, variety of builds in a trailer I've ever seen in all of GunCAD. I lost count. There's a lot. And honestly, I give a lot, a lot of thanks to, um, wow, I'm drawing a blank. This is going to sound like I'm an asshole now because I don't remember who it was. I'll remember. We'll come back to it. It's good. Um, but somebody in AWCY helped me a lot with Magwells. Like that was basically key to the ARC DLC. Um, at thy right hand. There we go. At thy right hand. So... Yeah, no, it's uh, it's very cool. Has anybody recognized you on the street yet? That's funny you say that. Um, <laughs> so two people. One used to work at my old job. But this was before I was on live streams, and they had just gotten into 3D printing. And they were like, yo, you know, I just got a 3D printer. I want to build guns and this and that. And, uh, and I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, what, what gun do you want to build? Because they knew I was, I was into it as well. And they're like, oh, I don't remember what it's called. It was like this red and black gun, like small. It had like a grip and a brace connected. What was it called? The Arc? And they were like, yeah, that's the one. And I was like, is the guy Invader Zip? And he's like, yeah, that's the one. And I was like, what's your Instagram? And he just told me his Instagram. And I like look him up and I hit follow. And he looked at me and he was like, dude, no way. No way. Nice. <laughs> and so it was just nice. weird that it was like full circle back to my job. Like some guy that worked right next to me had no idea. Um, and then the second guy is just one of my friends, friends up in New Jersey. He was like, yo, check this guy out. I'm showing him. And he's like, yo, that's one of my best friends down in this area of the United States. And, uh, yeah. So uh, Justin wants to know if you've at-roomed anyone during the interview yet. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know, in my beta rooms, I tend to notify the entire room pretty often um, to just let them know an important update to the beta. And it's just like a, it's a thing I do now. Now it's kind of funny. I just do it because it's funny. Power. <laughs> Ping the whole room. Johnny wants to know if uh, you're going to plan on making the arc into more Apex Legends guns. So the arc is just the arc. I'm probably done. I only did that uh, R301 because somebody asked me. Um, but I probably wouldn't do that again. It was just so much work trying to design off of like what somebody else saw as a gun, someone else's vision. And uh, so that was just kind of like a one and done with just like the standard Glock DLC. So I'm going to keep that arc line kind of the same throughout, you know, like 1.0 to 5.0. And then that'll be the end of it. So what made you decide to go back and, and I guess maybe it wasn't going back and revisiting the arc, but what made you decide that uh, you wanted to, Put in the extra legwork to do something like a DLC. That's not something that we see very often. We do see updated releases, but not to the scale that you did with the art. 
So um, my goal from the beginning was to jump to rifle calibers. And I got the DLC idea because of the ARC video game. I was like, well, it's a video game. Video games have DLCs. Like, there's got to be something in between because the 2.0 is going to take a little while and people are going to be like antsy for the 2.0. And I probably should have waited on the DLC release, you know, but um, try to space it out more. But that was kind of the reason behind it. And I feel like the ARC had, you know, there was still more water in that rag to wring out. So people want more. You got to give them more, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you mentioned the video game. So that's another thing that, uh, that other than the Are We Cool Yet intro to printing game, I don't think there are any other GunCAD video games that I'm aware of. I don't know if you guys have, have heard of any. Um, what uh, what was the thinking behind doing a video game? How'd you get there? That's such a cool <laughs> concept, and it was executed so well. The game's an absolute blast. If you guys haven't seen it, um, we, we'll, we'll see if we can get a link up to uh, where you can go play the game. But, man, it's cool. How'd you yeah. get there? Uh, so I wanted to, uh, what was, I was talking with Cape, Cape Cove, I, how, how do you pronounce his name? Cape from the fucking street. Cape. Cape Coveri Real Beauty. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Um, I was bouncing <laughs> ideas off of him, and uh, I wanted a way to, I forgot how we got, like, how we got to the video game. There was a way that you needed to, like, get a password to get the files. It was, like, going to be a fun little something, and, um. He was like, what if we did a video game? And I was like, oh, that would be badass. And then we were going to make the video game at the end. When you beat it, you get the password to the files. But I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of fucked. Like, what if the game glitches and, you know, it just creates issues. So I was like, oh, we can do, like, a discount code at the end of the game. So if people want to buy a hardware kit, like, oh, we'll give them five bucks off. You know, that's that's cool. So I ended up doing that. And all props go to Cape and Orion for that video game. I think Orion was making some, like, the little... I don't know shit about technology, but like <laughs> some of the little squares and stuff that go on like the 8-bit video game, uh, whatever, and then cape with everything else and tie everything together. And if you guys play it, like they got people from the community in the video game saying shit that they say in the community. It's just it's awesome. If you know the guys here, uh, you're gonna enjoy it. You enjoy it a lot. I loved going fishing with Trophy Trout. That was awesome. Yeah, you know we're like zeros worthers. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, after you interact with you the first time. Every after that, he always just says, "Keep it nasty." Yeah, and then they got the, the shrooms over there. It's just, it's cool, man. It's just, it's something fun. It's something different. Uh, you know, just trying to keep people like more engaged and you know, more cool comic. Yeah, and there's a special prize at the end, right? Yeah, the discount, the discount code, um, and then they have like an extra missions at the end if you really wanted to like get into the game um, that you can go do. And that's where you'll kind of meet more people if you do that. So it's something cool, something different. I obviously got the idea off of AWC Wise video game, um, which I love that game too. It was really cool. Learned a lot. Video games in GunCAD. Come on, this is the best part of GunCAD. The video games, the the, the guides, uh, the the trailers, all of this stuff. Come on, it's, this isn't work. This is so much fun. That's the best part. The trailers are so much fun. They're a pain in the ass to make, but when it's done, it's like, damn, this is really cool. And it can be as low budget as possible, and it's still cool. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're doing exciting things, like I loved the trailer for the arc. I thought the video game was super exciting. I thought the way that you designed the aesthetics for the arc itself were really exciting. Where do you come up with the creativity that brought you to this meteoric rise to power, man? <laughs> 
Uh, well, as the viewers will see soon, it was not at that level when I started. And keep in mind, this is the first gun I have successfully made. Um, it was horrible, horrible, horrible in the beginning. And I don't know, it's just like staring at the screen, fucking with shit, looking at, you know, online pictures of like, uh, the, what was someone said from in the comments on the video games? I don't even play video games like that. But just looking up, you know, pictures, just trying to get inspiration. Like, oh, that little angle looks cool. Like, maybe I can do something like that. And it's convenient that we can 3D print anything. We can make whatever we want. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, honestly, it's just, I wouldn't even say there's an inspiration. Just space guns, man. I love space guns. Oh yeah, I'd like to uh, ask you about. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. All right. When I when I first met you online, one of the first things I saw was the the UFO, and I'm like, "That's freaking wild! How did you come up with this?" And on and and to find out, you had only been in CAD for like a couple of months. You taught yourself how to how to CAD, and you had come up with something. I think we'll see it in the slideshow. It's just out of this world. And, and you change things up. You could have finished it with store-bought parts, like, right away. It was like were, the Office Depot build. <laughs> you were adamant that they were going to be locally sourced non-firearms parts throughout the gun. And you held to it. And, and I don't get to shoot the gun because it's not been finished. Because I can't use <laughs> But anyway, it'll get finished. Somebody's going to pick that up. Even if it ends up having to be me and I have to like put real gun parts in it that gun's gonna get finished and i i still love the design the space look to it it's uh one of the few guns of that that type of genre that i absolutely want in my arsenal yeah i mean like a diy 22 it's like yo just get a hammer and a nail and like call it a day you know who really wants a diy 22 and uh yeah, that, that design, I mean, if Zero ends up taking it, that's cool. But if not, like, I've been trying to put it up for adoption for close to a year now because I have just given up all hope on designing that. Um, and looking back, I opened the CAD file the other day, and I'm just like, yo, what was I thinking designing the way I did? Like, this is so bad. Um, so at this point, it would be like a full redesign from the ground up for me, and I don't really want to do that for a 22. Like, the ARC DLC has a 22. Just run with that, and I'm good. <laughs> So would you say that it's a fit the UFO is a failure and if it is is uh, how are you handling this <laughs> No I wouldn't say it's a failure uh, I gave up on it so I guess it could be a failure but uh I think it could function as is I mean I got the bullpup fire control group functioning firing pin functioning it, the literal issue is extraction There's nothing um, wrong with saying that it's a failure I mean you've moved obviously on, way yeah, on it's, way it's, past it's, it's, sure it's a failure for for first the att thick, first the attempt in learning for the sake of the stream, is a failure, sure. Yeah, why is it always so hard, hard to get the casing out of the gun once it fires? The firing's the easy part. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the issue with the, the DIY bolt, you know. Sheridan says he'll take up the UFO. No, please. Hold him to it. Hold him to it. He's not allowed to do that until he finishes the Tommy gun. Sheridan, you're disqualified. <laughs> I'll, just, his I'll just hold it. I'll gatekeep Great the file. I'll beta test it. Somebody screenshot that. <laughs> yeah so let's bring up the slideshow and we can yeah. uh carry conversation into some of this yeah for sure penrose you want to bring all oh, right thank you the router jake Ooh, tell us about that <clears throat> so this was my literal first firearm cad 
uh, attempt, and it was successful, thankfully. Um, <clears throat> I started with this, and this kind of gave me the foundation for CAD, and I recommend this to anybody trying to learn CAD. I've said it in the past, and I'll say it again. Find a household object, measure it, go on YouTube, learn how to CAD, replicate that object in CAD. Do that with a few objects around your house, and then start from scratch and make something. Um, this was the first thing I did that with. And I had a um, 5D tactical jig, which is why it's 3D tactical. It's a clone. Uh, and I just basically took measurements off of that completely, almost one-to-one. -one. Had to adjust a little bit since it's plastic. So the top plate's a little bit different in dimensions and the two side blocks, whatever, just to make it printable. Um, but it works. And I know we're approaching the deadline, but if you have lowers and no jig, go print this. It's like one roll. It'll cost you maybe 80 bucks. Um, sorry for the noise in the background. Cost you maybe like 80 bucks. And when you're done, if you really wanted to, you could sell this as a functioning jig. Uh, it's reusable since it's a router jig. And they have two top plate options, as you can see there. The red circles are the fancy special cut. So if you're if you're into that, you can do that. That was very smooth. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I just you know it, it's it lightens your lower a little bit. It just takes a little bit extra weight off. Yeah. Skeletonizing. Um, and something else I wanted to mention about this is I designed this before I even knew about uh, like this GunCAD community. I didn't know about AWCY. I didn't know about DD2 or. Black Lotus Coalition, back then they were big igloo. Um, so when I first made this, I designed it and I was selling the files on Etsy. And now looking back, it's like, well, that's, that's kind of fucked up. Like, you know, I, I feel bad for whoever bought it. But at the time I was like, no, you know, I put in the time, like people obviously want this shit. So if not, go buy the 5D Tactical one. At the time it was like three or 400 bucks and back ordered. Um, but yeah, so it's free. Just to clarify, it is free. Go on Odyssey if we can say that. Hopefully we can say that. Um, go get it. Go download it. Go print it. So I do want to take a quick step back to uh, you. You mentioned that one of the things that was really helpful for you was to find a household item and then just go ahead and recreate it in CAD. Um, and then you also mentioned that when you were converting the 5D tactical into your 3D tactical into a plastic model that uh, you had to move some things around. Um, I know you mentioned the top plate had to be a little bit thicker, but uh, how did you find out where the uh, inadequacies of plastic stacked up to the metal? What was that process like? And moving forward, when you design for plastic, is it still influencing you? Yeah, so um, plastic's not metal. You can't have a one-layer thick wall and put a heat set into it. So uh, I learned that very quickly on a day-and-a-half print of that top plate, and I realized, fuck, this isn't going to work. Um, so that was kind of like a big, a big, uh, learning curve for me there. But after that, it's just keeping in mind whenever you're designing. And I have this posted on social media as well, that, you know, if you're going to design, always keep in mind printability. That's one of the biggest things, like, you know, size of the standard machine, even, even something like that. Um, people, a lot, a lot of people overlook that or like print orientations. Yes, you still need drill bushings for it. All the holes are oversized, and in the release documents, the drill bushing drill guides are on, I believe it was Big Master Car. This was like a year ago, so I'm sorry if I'm referencing shit wrong. Um, Big Master Car, drill bushings, press them in, drill your shit. 
if something breaks, somehow uh, just reprint it and press mint again. Mm. I'm telling you, this is like an $80 jig and then maybe a roll of filament. So, like, go do it. Mm-hmm. We can just get past this. We don't need this one. No. No. So this is Sheridan's UFO 22, soon to be. Right. You need to explain to Sheridan exactly what it is if he's going to pick it up. Okay. Um, this is what got you into AWCY, by the way. Yes. No, actually, that's a lie. Well, it's a half truth because I had the router jig, which was like my foundation. They were like, oh shit, this guy knows what's going on. We didn't care about that. No, it was the UFO I remember. Was it? Was yeah. it really? Yeah, yeah I wasn't in the rooms at that time. So. Lobby. Before you even made it to the lobby, I'm like, dude, you got to see this shit. Zero uh, found you. Yeah, I remember. I, I got poached. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't get poached. I didn't get poached. I just, my eyes were opened a little bit. Um, so this is the UFO 22, Sheridan, by any means, please rename it. Like, so the, uh, uses two AR fire control groups. One in the front is just a trigger and a disconnect. The one in the back is full fire control group with the actual trigger portion that your finger touches cut off. Um, so you don't have like that fat ass on a bullpup. Uh, and, and this is a bullpup, by the way, 22 bullpup. Um, it's got some printed link- linkages in there that kind of go on the sides of the magwell. I probably should have included a picture of that. And it's just all homemade shit. So, for example, the mag catch, uh, the spring for it is uh, here. I actually have one here. This is not to scale. This is ridiculously large. But, you know, these, like, binder clips you have on your print beds? So, yeah, that's the spring. Uh, it'll be like in that orientation and the spring works like that. So you'll have that forward pressure pressing on your mag catch basically. Um, so just things like that, paper clips, uh, the bolt carrier is a ball lock hitch pin. If you don't know what that is, it's one of those things that you shove into a hitch on your pulling saw. It's got like a little button that little handle on it. You press the button, pull it out. Um, that's the bolt carrier. So it's kind of like an all in one bolt carrier, firing pin, charging handle, and that's what I got hung up on, um, was finding a way to attach an extractor to that. And Sheridan, I don't think you're going to have an issue with that whatsoever. So I'm excited to see what happens here. Um, and so yeah, it has been written. Yeah. And then uh, at the time, the proto barrel didn't exist. So it was going to use uh, Ruger barrel, which was not going to be a, a homemade gun part. But now that we have proto barrels, that is even more convenient. I use a paper clip for my trailer hitch. That is awesome. <laughs> it's a ballsy move. Yeah. It's a big ass paper clip or a really small trailer. Taking guesses for what this is. What is this? Is this a past design, a future design, a current design? What the fuck are we looking at here? Proto arc. Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah, that's 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 what this is. This was the arc that you guys all know and hopefully love. Um, this is how it began. This was my journey to GunCAD and how far it has evolved. So initially, the arc was uh, going to be designed around the TNW ASR, the Aero Survival Rifle, until I started to buy parts from them and realized that 
if you were to buy a spring, the minimum cost for shipping was $50. And it was like a six-week delay for shipping. I was like, okay, fuck this. Why don't we do AR platform? And I was talking to Trophy Trout about this, and he was kind of like crucial to the transition from TNW to an AR9, basically. Um, yeah, this is in the new. This is bare bones, the arc. So if you guys are out there trying to CAD and your shit looks like this, just keep CADing. Keep doing it. So when the arc turns one year old and you have the birthday party for it, because uh, we know you're going to throw a birthday party for it. It, it has to happen. Um, will you release this as like a legacy, like throwback version? No. And if I did, this would be a prop because there's no way in hell this would work. <laughs> it's just a little risky, but like you can it's do so it. Bad. There's not a single bolt in there. It's like, oh man, it's so bad. There's not even a spot for the charging handle. What do you need that for? Come on. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just mortar it, mortar it to charge it. Shake and bake. Yeah, uh, yeah. So this this was the arc. Oh. Hopefully, this gives some of you guys inspiration. Did you model uh, the critical dimensions for the lower and like the the bolt carrier channel and all that? No, too? no. So I recommend people not to do that. Uh, you're reinventing the wheel at that point. All that is online. Uh, I don't know if we're. Are we let's like say where to find things. Okay, so if you don't have a DefCat account, obviously DefCat, I would say this is number one. If you don't have a DefCat account, I don't get from GrabCat. Um, so I go on GrabCat, I find whatever model and see if something exists before I go into it from scratch. And thankfully, there was AR15 uh, complete build on there, and I modeled off AR15, and I just took a couple measurements in CAD and measured one of my AR15s I have here, and I was like, oh, checks out, and I just started going at it. So yeah, don't don't waste your time. Don't reinvent the wheel. Um, and more often than not, someone that cads this and puts it online is probably going to be better than you are. So let's just uh, keep it at that. You know, saved me a lot of time. It would have taken me forever to make that in the beginning stages. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, it's so heartbreaking because this is nylon. Oh, yeah, even more heartbreaking. Oh. Yep. Uh, Looking at sixty dollars of sadness. Yeah, where it looks unfilled. <laughs> I think this is um, DB. I want to say when the in the beta for the first arc release, this was the brace stock combo that just was sponsored by. Fucking ramen noodles. <laughs> the art curse is real. If you guys haven't experienced it yet, you will experience it. Like it's not, it's not a what good time. What is the art curse? Yeah, tell us, tell us about the art curse. What is this? I blame Trout, one hundred and ten percent. It is <laughs> Trout's fault. Don't let Trout in an alpha or a beta because he brings some bad juju with him. For some reason, uh, in the beginning stages of the arc, it was just me and Trout. I was like printing shit. Okay, this one didn't work. He would print the next one, trying to save on time material. And uh, so he was the first person ever, besides myself, print an arc. Uh, to this day, he still does not have a functioning arc. He still cannot print an arc. <laughs> and he was, I think he printed an arc before I did. And 
Yeah, shots fired. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Trout. Um, <laughs> so yeah, ever since then, like he was having crazy failures. It's like oh, he's got those weird ass Vox Lab printers. Like I got a V two, I'm good, you know. And uh, yeah, no, I had three V twos running, all three nozzle clogged overnight, same time. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And then as the beta started, people were having weird shit going on. The roast of trout. Yeah. <laughs> How does everyone like their trout cooked? Um, oh. So, yeah. Uh, that's the curse of the arc. So it, it lives on. Still happens. I see posts on it all the time online. And uh, just be aware, if you need two rolls, buy three. I had some spaghetti when I was doing my I did a suomi lower uh, initially and I, I didn't know about the curse but like that makes a lot of sense i, I don't really get a lot of spaghetti and that happens so yeah spaghetti all over the place i got yeah. got on the brace too yeah it's uh i don't know what's going on i don't know if it's just the way that the files are it's just complicated or if there truly is an actual curse i mean who knows um, did you piss off any like goth girl wiccans in high school that might have hexed you <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Here. So Ooh. that is the first functioning arc. Um, I still have it. It is in pieces now because I took all the guts out to build my DLC. I think, I, I think I've shot that one personally, haven't I? You have, and I hope that video is in the slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that that was basically the intro to the arc, and I think I posted that picture. I think I messaged P.D. Ralph while he was in the middle of the stream, and I was like, "Yo, check this out!" And they put it on the stream. And they're like, "Yo, what the fuck is that?" And yeah, the rest is history, man. That was the that was the first arc, and it worked. It worked. It probably will still work if I throw it together, but I think I have close to a thousand rounds through that arc. Holy cow! I have awesome. thirty rounds through that arc. I think you let me use your that lower um, when I ran the Gunmakers match. I did, yeah. That was, I don't know what told me to bring it. I brought a bunch of spare arc parts. And I was like, I don't know anyone that's shooting arc, but I'm gonna bring extra arc parts just in case. And uh, we needed yeah. it. Yeah, that was that was yeah. perfect. I've got at least one magged up out of that assembled a weapon. Yeah, we shot the shit out of this arc that day. <laughs> We shot a lot of stuff that day. We were fortunate enough to have uh, Proto Universe show up, and, and man, what a great day that was! We'll we'll probably get into that more later. Yeah, man, that was good. And one thing that we can uh, we can see in that picture, if we can go back really quickly here, um, on the far left side of the screen, there on the top and the bottom of the handguard, you have those cap nuts, or I think you called them barrel nuts, or something like that. Yeah, they're and, not you you use the tensioned uh, all thread rod. Did you have inspiration from that? Did that just kind of occur to you naturally? Um, that's something that I've used in some of my designs, and I, I think it adds a ton of strength. I think that's one of those uh, kind of building blocks that, as as GunCAD progresses, we have these kind of design motifs that keep coming back because they do lend themselves to to good strength or something or another. Uh, where did that come from? So I got my inspiration from the Sumac. Um, now the sumac uses it very similarly in a sense of compression, but more so in a, in like the attachment of different pieces because it's it's a complete Mac upper. So I mean mostly everything's contained in that metal upper. Um, 
but that's where I got my inspiration from. And I was like, oh, maybe I can, you know, throw some rods longitudinally through this, give it all compressive force, and that would kind of remove all concerns of basically like printed buffers and whatever else. And this removed the need of a, you know, traditional barrel nut system. Uh, it just it, it alleviated so many things using those rods because uh, in reality the rods would have to break long ways. You'd have to basically stretch them to the point of fatigue, and I don't think there's any calibers out there that can do that. So, yeah, man, rods, rods. Very cool. <laughs> I love that setup. That string testing setup is awesome. Just hold it by the mag like casual. No big deal. I like that. It's so bad. It was so bad. I didn't have any any good way to test it. And this was when I learned that Lowers had an over-insertion tab. I didn't know that existed either. Uh, like, I'm very new to guns, guys. Like, I've been in GunCat for a year, and I've been in guns overall for a year and a half. So I'm very green. So you guys are like, oh, you know, this and that. I have no idea what you're talking about most of the time. Um, I'll be straight up with you guys. Like I just got into Glocks maybe a month ago. Um, wow. Yeah, pretty, pretty bad. So, yeah, no, I there's pretty. You don't need them. You can you can look at other things and invent new stuff. You don't need a Glock. Oh, now I'm into Glocks and I fucking love them. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I'm just learning about P80s. I'm like, I'm not even printing Glocks. I'm into doing P80s while I can because these are badass. I'm way behind the curve, guys. Like. <laughs> Just send me cool shit that you did like three years ago, and then I'll start doing it now. So being so new to GunCAD, uh, if this was this the first project, first kinetic project that you had shot, or had you had other GunCAD projects that you had been able to shoot prior to this? No, this is the first 3D printed gun I've ever shot. What was that day like? What was that moment like? Dude, it was so, like, it was so many emotions. I was so excited. I was nervous. I was scared. I was like, dude, this is crazy. I felt like I was doing something illegal, even though I knew I wasn't. It was just, uh, it was just weird. Overall, it was just overwhelming with emotion. Um, mm -hmm. And then the fact that it worked, it was just like euphoria. I was like, dude, this is insane. Um, after this testing, single shot, uh, no over-insertion tab, mag went all the way in, broke the printed ejector. Thankfully, I had extras on me, and I decided I was going to pick it up and just go for it. And then I just mag-dumped it into the berm, and uh, it worked. I think that day I shot like 300 rounds. And what was, was just... it like the first time you shouldered it? I have a video of that. I don't think it's in the slideshow. Um, it was so cool because, I'm again, I'm new to guns, so I've – haven't shot many guns. So just going out and shooting for me is like a whole event. You know, it's not like, oh, I got to go to the range, got to put rounds through. It's like, yo, I get to go shooting, you know? Um, so it was fun. It was really cool. The fact that, you know, some fucking, some weed whacker roll can make, make a gun, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Man, that's hot. That's Proto's, Proto's build. Mm -hmm. And I, still I love that you, Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. So I was going to say, I love that you put that single point sling, uh, that QD point in there like that. That's something that I really wish more builds did. I, I have like one or two spare M-Lock adapters for it now, but when people actually integrate those into their handguards, I think it's wicked smart, and I really appreciate it. So thank you for putting that in there. Yeah, Don't thank handy. me. Don't thank me. Danish Bulldog 
all the props for handguards. My handguards looked atrocious. And he was like, yo, you should use these handguards. And he sent me a step file, and I was like, yo, these are so cool. He said, can you make them work with ARC? And I was like, absolutely. And uh, so props Danish, and he sent me, it was a 16-inch handguard. The one you see in his picture, and which I think we'll come to. Sorry to spoil. Um, so he sent me that, and I was like, oh, I could probably put these in more places. So I think there's now a QD on the buffer tube and the stock. Um, but yeah, props to Danish Bulldog on the handguards. The arc would not look like that without him. Mm -hmm. So was that the uh, only collaboration that you had that went into the arc, or were there other kind of consultations that you did with people or tell us how collaboration played into it. Um, so Danish was the handguards. Uh, on the DLC at that right hand was the Magwells. Um, I ended up getting a Gibbs side charger and I was like, I wonder if I can make this work. And then I got with Riptide like, yo, can you rip off these charging handles? Cause he's charging way too much for this. So then Riptide was the collab for the charging handles. Um, if I'm leaving anybody out, I apologize sincerely, but I think that's everybody. Mm -hmm. What was it like to, to go into a design that you started with that uh, was yours originally, and then to have people come to you and say, hey, these are my ideas. Um, how did you keep your ego out of it? I know it's it's really, really easy to say, no, this is my baby. Don't touch it. Um, how'd you not do that? Because I'm so new. So especially when I was still developing the arc, like I was fairly new to AWCY at that point and I didn't know like who was a who was a greenie even greener than I was and and who is an OG call it um so I'm just and I'm, I'm like this my personality I'm very open very responsive to everybody I think everyone has an opinion and everyone has a voice um and they were good ideas you know if someone came up to me like yo you know some, uh, whatever some bullshit I would say okay you know statement received I'm gonna you know mill it over a little bit and we'll see what happens. But everything that people came to me with was just really good ideas. And that just showed at that point in time, like my lack of skill in those areas, which I still think I have a lot of room to improve. Um, but it was just really cool that people wanted to reach out and devote their time and their skills to my design. Mm -hmm. Do you think that collaborating with people shortened your learning curve? A hundred percent. And also, seeing what other people design and seeing how their designs work will also speed up your designing process if that's the route you want to take. Um, like the rods, for example, I didn't. I was designing the arc with no way to attach it. That was like my last step. Was like, okay, how am I going to make everything bolt together? And, A lot of uh, epoxy. Yeah, right. Uh, solid print. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. Keep an eye on everyone else, what they're making. Take inspiration. Hopefully, that person doesn't take it the wrong way, like it's a ripoff. Hopefully, it's like, oh, wow, I inspired this guy to do this. That's how I see it, at least. Like, if we want to remix the arc, please remix the arc. Make more shit, you know? As long as it's a space gun. If it's not a space gun, maybe hold off. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think well. that anybody, nobody would take the tension to all thread at, at the way that you implemented it is completely different than where you were inspired and nobody would take that as a ripoff. That is uh, your, your, your own little spin on it was completely original. And uh, I know that, that the person you got the inspiration from was completely thrilled that, uh, that you did that. Yeah. 
same uh, thread pitch and everything. <laughs> and I've stolen it now too. That's that's how the monarchs held together. You solved Man. a big problem for me. So thank yeah, you. dude, all thread, all thread for everything. If you could put it all thread in a Glock, put it all thread in a Glock. It'll work. <laughs> Yeah. I remember having a conversation with you about that at the Gunmakers match. We were sitting around the fire, and I think I uh, fell asleep while you were talking shortly after because I've been up for like 26 hours. Because I don't have per the lack but, of personality. This, this no, 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 yeah. no. Man, I didn't know it was lack of sleep. But no, I remember talking to you about it, and you you were like, yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. And honestly, if you had, if we had had that conversation and you had said – I don't really like the idea of that. I probably wouldn't have touched it, but the fact that you were open kind of opened a new project for the whole community. So uh, I think you've got the right attitude about it and a great personality. You got to stop saying that you don't, man. Thanks, man. Me. Um, no, like I always want people to use whatever is available. I don't ever want to gatekeep anything. You know, I try to be as open as possible with what I'm designing and, you know, to an extent, obviously like betas are one thing and alphas are, you know, one thing as well. But um, Yeah. Use threaded rods. So what are we looking at here? So this is Danish Bulldog's build. Uh, this is the 16-inch handguard that he designed, and I chopped it into seven lengths, I think. Um, this is Danish Bulldog's beta build. This is all carbon fiber. Or, I'm sorry, all nylon. <clears throat> the white is pure nylon. The black is carbon fiber nylon. And I don't know what optic that is, but... This is a 16-inch, and I think he did 9. Although that mag looks a little big. It might not be 9. But, yeah, this is one of the first iterations of the arc in the beta form. Mm -hmm. I like that he uh, decided to get plus 2 poison damage with that mag. That's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a very nice build. Very expensive build. But I one day hope to have a complete arc like nylon sorry forgot the part. <laughs> i was gonna say i think you in my mind i said nylon that. and then it didn't come out so i was like yeah you know um so this is from the dlc this is a cult variation although there's no mag in there but it balanced very well i one thing i noticed with the arc is it's just the center of gravity is unintentionally almost perfect um so that hand guard Length designators, I call them, basically the two middle pieces. Those are the ones that you would reprint to change the length of your handguard. The rest is the same. Uh, those don't exist anymore. I discontinued those. I think maybe Brew Ninja may have continued that and released it. Um, but the way that those like tangs are on the front, like those little teeth on the front, they look cool as fuck, but they don't print well and they're very fragile. So I removed that completely and just made a straight cut. Um, but it looks so much better with the handguard cut that way. I like that a lot. That's really cool. And you mentioned that you uh, you decided that you wanted to support the Colt Magwell. Uh, I know you had the Glock Magwell and the Suomi Magwell. Um, was your think or tell us about your thinking in deciding to incorporate so many Magwells? So options, you know, especially with an AR platform. ARs. When I think of ARs. I just think of variation. And so it's like, okay, what is ARs? What do they lack other than, you know, I mean, they, they, they make up a lot already. They're very popular, but they lack different magazines. At the end of the day, you're using AR or Glock. And there's some, you know, Magwell conversion kits out there, but 
nothing to this extent. Um, and I ended up, I think I was in the beta talking it over. And then that's when at that right hand hit me up and was like, Hey, you know, I'm actually working on a project, which I think he recently released, um, basically just like Magwell adapters, but he was like, yo, I already have shit designed for all these Macs. And I was like, yo, that is so cool. So thankfully he was on board with that. And me and him worked together for maybe a month. Um, and I'm over here printing everything at like 50% infill, just cycling everything up. Oh, this one's good. Nope. This one, this one has issues. Let's go back to this one. And, um, so yeah, I mean, we were able to expand calibers and thankfully AR platform was very forgiving with expansion of calibers and, and mags. So, you know, basically swap a lower and throw a new mag and you're good to go. I like all those options. It's really fun. So this one I thought was really cool and I didn't know this mag even existed until at the right hand told me, but this is the Vityaz printable mag. Uh, I don't know the guy that designed this mag. It's in the release info. Um, but you go out and print the mag, and I think it just takes a Glock spring. Throw a Glock spring in it and call it a day. So super cool. I think those mags are actually pretty expensive and not readily available, so it's very nice that we can print those. Are they double feed or are they uh, single feed? Uh, I think they're double stack, double feed. I have one in a box behind this green screen of a mess of shit. I definitely have one over there. Uh, I want to say they're double stack, double feed. Very cool. Which he also, I'm, I'm sorry, and included with the Magwells was he was designing feed ramps for those double feed. Because um, I know that doesn't really, it's not the best with AR 9 volts. Mm-hmm. Forward curve on this mag and the Evo mag. Fucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good thought. So this is the Colt Mag. Um, in the DLC, I had gotten all beta testers that were not members. I ran all newbies that no one knew. It was just straight from the lobby. Um, just to give well, however many iterations, I think there's like 11. Give 11 different people an opportunity to show you know what they bring to the table and get their way into AWCY. And I think we've gotten all of them in now. Um, but this was one of the testers. It's a, just a cult variation of the arc. And you can see he doesn't have those discontinued handguards. That's how your standard arc handguard is going to look now. Um, but this is a full-size cult version. How did you pick those newbies? It was just like first come, first serve, you know? Well, let me rephrase that. I had a lot of people in the room. I started to do what I'm doing now in the beta with like deadlines and shit. And if people didn't make deadlines, then they would drop off and the deadline idea was to try to keep things moving because, uh, you know, a lot of us in the community tend to drag ass and procrastinate, you know, we'll have like five builds going on at the same time, none of them finished. So that was kind of the incentive to keep going. And thankfully I ended up with enough people to finish one of each variation that exists now. It worked out pretty well too. I think, um, like you said, we got all 11 of them in at this point. So yeah. And they all guys got in onto the other side of a dev team. Okay, Sheridan, I'm going to drink more so I become more talkative. I feel like I'm slowly coming down. Two kids is... <sighs> have kids. Have kids. My wife's probably watching. Have kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's the uh, that's the cult, cult version. 
wonder whose build this whose build is this? I don't remember whose build. That's pretty hot. I, I recognize the the wordage, the verbiage on the magazine, so we can know we, who built that is. I don't know what the, what does that say. Who would put a curse word on a gun? English That's wrong. <laughs> so that is Bit Plums build. Uh, really? That is, that is his Evo build, which I am very upset that was not debuted at the Maker's Match because I think he was the first person to print an Evo of the DLC. Um, and if you read the release documents, Evo is a little complicated, so I recommend you to read that if you're going to choose Evo mags. Um, but yeah, that is the Evo, and it looks really, really good. So I want to put you in an uncomfortable spot, and I want to ask you a question that's going to make you some enemies. Um, are, yeah. you, <laughs> are you in camp paddle mag release, or are you in camp button mag release? Oh, dude, I don't give a fuck. As long as there's a release, run it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, this is very political. Yeah, no, really don't, really could care less. I've had people hit me up like, yo, paddle mags are outdated and whatever. I don't care. As long as there's a way to drop your mag, like functionality, you know. As long as it doesn't fall out. Yeah, you have retention. We have issues with that on the Swami drum. Based and go shoot build. I like that. Yeah, doesn't matter. I hope we did see you, uh, the drum version you... in here. I like that. So this, here? this is uh, at the Bear Arms and Bitcoin convention. There was a few of us there. Uh, Zero, Mr. Snow, uh, so many people I can't even name. But I had printed, I don't have them readily available, these little mini arcs. And I actually had to redesign the arc to make these mini arcs to make them solid because when you can just scale it down and print it, it's hollow parts aren't technically attached because there's tolerance gaps between them. So I printed it or I designed it to be completely solid, scale it down. I don't remember, maybe 10%, like down to 10%. Um, and then had them on my table at Burns and Bitcoin, a shit ton of them. And I think this is Mr. Snow. He grabbed a bunch, took them home and then sent me this picture. And I was like, dude, this is badass. <laughs> this is so cool. So this is a, uh, Photo credit to Mr. Snow. Yeah, these things were so popular. There were people in line to get these things off of his table. He had a line at his table all day long. He had one gun, a shitload of magazines, a bunch of these little freebies, and a line. I had like 15 guns out. Nobody wanted to come look at my evidence table. Because he's got interactive media and video displays and he's being all cute, and, and I got like five people come up to my evidence table. In my defense, I thought it was going to be like a really big deal with this convention, and I showed up, and I was like, yo, where's the rest of it? Like, <laughs> There's an, there's another area, right? They, they they shoved us in like the shit corner. No, that, that was it. Not shitting on the convention at all. It was very cool. I'm happy I was invited and went. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Mr. Snow. Would you I ever consider selling these as a keychain so that you could put them as like a charm on a gun? No, but I'm going to. I want to include them in the hardware kits, but the issue is them making it alive. Normally, the mag breaks off, and then you have a California compliant 10 round mag. I got some in my hardware kit. Yeah, see, you got them. I hooked you up. I made sure I like packaged them good. They would make it, you know. Um, but yeah, they're they're pretty fragile, and they're actually I. I want to say they're on Odyssey. 
under like the Christmas ornaments. I think I made those yeah. back Christmas time. Um, so yeah, those are those are up there. If they're not, I will make sure I get them up somewhere. And this is the video game. So invaderzip.com brings you here. Click new game. Cape, I don't know how he did all this shit, and it's so cool that he did it. Um, you go new game, play the game, you beat the game, and then you get a $5 off coupon if you want to buy a hardware kit. And, oh, I forgot, the soundtrack. That's, like, one of the best parts. Dr. Doctor Ew, or I don't know if he's just Ew now, in AWCY. He made the soundtrack for this game. There's, like, e -W -W. two or three songs. EWW, awesome. sorry. Not to be confused with BBW, guys. EWW. Um, <laughs> so he even has a continue game option on there, which is pretty cool. And uh, if you go down to store, it'll bring you to the hardware kit. Like my actual story by hardware kits and shit. So that's really cool how that was all incorporated in there. And uh, sometimes I just go on and listen to the music. Yeah, it's cool. Cool soundtrack. I don't know what songs they are. I'm got to like Shazam that shit. But I go here still to listen to it. So on there, we can see uh, the Invader Zim, right? And when I think of Invader Zim, I always thought of those middle school kids that, like, wore the Cookie Monster pajamas to middle school, and they would, like, bite people at recess in elementary school. Uh, were you one of those kids? Like, why Invader Zim? No. So I, to be completely honest, I have not watched Invader Zim until I became Invader Zip. And then I was like, yo, let me let me see. And I should have done this before. And I was like, let me see what this is about. And then I was like, I couldn't get through. They released something new on Netflix. And I couldn't get through an episode. And I was like, dude, what is this shit? And now I'm like, I'm locked in. So I'm like, fuck. But it doesn't matter. Uh, I chose him because I was looking at, like, I'm into space and stuff. So I was, like, looking for aliens or anything space related. And I was like, this is kind of cool. And then I was like, Zim. And I was like, maybe I can do Zip. You know, we do Zip files and Zip guns, whatever. It was like, okay, that, that would be a cool play on words. Um so now I'm in Major Zip. If you could rebrand, what would your new name be? I would stick with Invader Zip. I feel like it was an, an it was like an uh, unintentional success. Mm -hmm. You know, like stumbled on it. So I probably stick there. I like that. Very cool. And I put the underscore because Invader Zip was fucking taken, and I've hit up that guy so many times, and I think it's just like an inactive account. On all social medias. So I'm like, dude, this fucking guy, man. <laughs> Give so me your accounts. Come on. I know. I've tried. I'm like, yo, I'll buy it from you, man. Nothing. So The username fits, so I don't know why you would even think about having a different name. You're Invader Zip to all of us, and you always will be. I appreciate that. I'm going to stick with it. I'm not rebranding. And I, like made, I made the logo blacked out in case there was any issues because I learned that the creator of Invader Zim was super anti-gun. And I was like, oh, that's phenomenal. Let me make this a silhouette. So, uh, oh, yeah. So Sheridan said, I'm tattooed on someone. Someone, I have a picture. I should have included it. Someone got a fucking Invader Zip tattoo on their arm. Based. Super based. Yeah, I saw that. That was badass. I was like, dude, what? Like, tell me this is not real. And it was like a fucking Instagram video of him getting tatted with this exact picture. I was like, dude, that's... That's really cool, but like, I I wouldn't even do that. 
So you're saying that we should not expect like an entire back Invader Zip piece picture coming from you at any point? No, I mean, you wouldn't get a Glock logo tattooed on your fucking arm. But I would get it on my lower back. <laughs> Two of them? <laughs> the gun kid tramp stamp. I like that. I like oh that. my gosh. Get I am so getting that dirty tramp things. stamp. Please don't, please. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's so the silhouette. Is, that's the yeah, silhouette crimp stamp. Yeah, that's the silhouette. Uh, Proto actually helped me with that. I told Proto my concerns, and he was like, oh, I got you. And two minutes later, he sent me a silhouette. And I'm over here trying to find free apps to turn into silhouettes. I'm over here on paint trying to do shit. I'm like, this is not going to work. So uh, that's, that's the website, though. I think that's how it looks now. Um, and. 1776 Supply Co. is actually helping me remake the website. Um, this website was great. In fact, that it got me off of Etsy, thanks to Atticus in AWCY. Um, he made me a very simplistic website for free, which was amazing. Um, and now I feel like I've kind of outgrown it. So 1776 is making me a new website to try to get more shit on there because as it is right now like that's all i can put on there if i put anything else you're gonna have a hard time trying to find it so so speaking of 1776 what's it like um actually having a job in guncad getting paid to guncad i think you're so, one of the world's first guncatters <laughs> to be salaried yeah uh a lot of the community probably doesn't know this so as biflum said this is true um i am employed by 1776 supply co as a developer um, it's the best, well, not the best, one of the best things to happen to me. Obviously there's other things in life that matter, but, um, it is amazing. And I hope that this is like the trend that we all find ourselves in. Um, and I think in one of the AWCY rooms, they were talking about how all of us developers are basically writing our resumes today. Um, and who knows, like maybe one day we'll get hit up. One of the developers like Danny Meeple might get hit up by, sig or glock or somebody like yo make us some fucking cool ass mags um so i really hope that that's the the avenue that we're going to go down i know there's a lot of uh controversial opinions with bringing money into the community but i feel like it's like an economy we, we need something in it to grow because right now we're kind of just growing sideways we're not really growing up um and that's just my opinion you know you take it as you will but it's great. I love it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, and the making money portion is just fine. Nobody in in my area that I work with is doing FOSS. None of us claim that it's FOSS. Do almost all of us give our shit away? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that we have to give it away. We're not, we're not bound by some unwritten code that all of our stuff, all of our hard work has to be free. That's for the people in FOSCAD. We're not distributing as FOSCAD. We are not FOSCAD. We're AWCY, we're WTF, we're, we're all kind of things. So if you want to sell your stuff and people are buying it, keep going. Keep going. Don't yeah, take other people and sell it, though. That's that's where you got to draw the line. Don't yeah, sell right. other people's shit. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be wine and dine sometimes, you know. Exactly. Hey, I like that. 
So this is one of the projects I'm working on with 1776 um, is complete build kits for the Arc 1.0. And this is what it will look like. Um, they have made some custom fake suppressors on there that make your 16-inch barrel not look like a 16-inch barrel. And it is fucking amazing. It is so cool. That is super cool. So if somebody purchases one of these complete hardware kits, they're getting all of the metal bits in there. They're getting all of the fasteners. The They're getting the trip to Home Depot done. Um, are you guys including printed parts, or is it, it still roll your own besides what you're getting in that box? So yeah, right now it's still roll your own. Um, there is a future concept of printed parts, but mm, I don't know if I want to do that. I kind of don't want to take away the sense of printing from people or even offer that i feel like that's kind of where the art lies is printing your gun you know what i mean it's like at that point you're going out and buying a glock you don't feel accomplished by buying a glock so unless it's a gucci glock unless it's a gucci glock yeah then you feel you cloud. yeah it's all cloud at that point so uh no right now it's just everything you need besides the printed parts um yeah these i think be, you could talk me into uh, buying a metal one, but if it's going to be something that's printed, you know, print it yourself. Yeah. So I'm actually trying to do that as well. And that's, that's a whole nother thing. I would love to have metal arcs out there, um, which would be funny because then we're going to have printed lowers and it's just like, why? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's something I'm kind of looking at as well as making metal arcs. I would because love to have freedom, one for myself. That's why. Yeah. Why not? Right. Why not? Ooh, now we're getting into the good stuff. Yeah, that, that's the name. You of the said show. the name of the show. <laughs> so this was the first out of battery, and I'll never forget. I was in IKEA when this guy posted it on Twitter and tagged me, and I was on the phone with PD Ralph, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Um. So yeah, first out of battery, he had the DIY side charger, which he actually recovered, which is crazy. Uh, no injuries, and from the looks of it, I feel like might still function but i don't know uh bolt bounce that's what it came down to we figured out his bolt weight and his bolt spring combo talked to ralph ralph's like yeah bolt bounce 100 percent guy was rapid firing uh so that's why it's really important that number one you guys stay safe he had all his ppe you know gloves and glasses basically all we fucking do um unless you guys want to larp and wear like a plate carrier that's cool you know safety you can you can say safety on that um yeah so just be aware that this shit's real. You know, any any blowback, you have a risk of bull bounce. Mm -hmm. And that's the other side of it. I'm surprised it stayed together as well as it did. Honestly. Like that's the rods. Build everything with rods, guys. Do rods. So that was my that's my build. Um, this was three days before Maker's Match. And I'm like, oh, I can do a 762 Tokarev build. This is badass. Fucking go out to a public range. First time ever taking a 3D printed gun to a public range. And the spring fucking punches me in the shoulder. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Go home. I'm talking with Memphis from AWCY, trying to you know figure out what happened because buffer the buffer tube doesn't blow out ever. And um, he was like, oh, you got the wrong, you got the wrong spring in there. You got it. You know, your standard AR-15 carbine spring. You need to throw in a, at least a 308 for Tokarev. I was like, oh, fuck. So got my AR-10, pulled the spring out, and uh, threw the 
orange Sprinko heavy spring 308 in there. Went back to the range like 30 minutes later. Guy never even realized I left. Went right back to my lane that I already paid for. And uh, <laughs> yeah, went back and shot it, put a bunch of rounds through it, tested good, threw it in the bag. And then a couple days later, drove up, drove up to St. Augustine for the Makers match. So and you competed like, with that one, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that was – you can imagine how I was feeling with that buff two blown out. I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to test Did you get a nice thing. little uh, shoulder kiss? Did you get a little bruise? Yeah, it was great. It was good. I had a perfect circle on my shoulder. I mean, I wasn't shouldering it because, you know, it was a pistol, but, like, the fact that it came in a straight direction hit me in the shoulder. So, yeah, the spring was, spring was too late. So, mm-hmm. read the read me. That's why it's there. And that is the Bear Arms and Bitcoin convention table that Zero was talking about. Um, on the left, you see little business cards. I made little zip cards. Just got some info. I had a printer running there, and the printer was just printing those mini arcs to resupply because everyone was fucking taking them, which is cool. They were there for people to take, but, like, people were scooping um, a bunch of stickers. That's the arc in the middle, and that's the, the Tokarev version, which was already shot previously at the Maker's Match. And then all the mags on the right. I don't even think I had all the mags. I think there was something I was missing. Um, and then the screen zero was talking about. They just had the DLC release trailer on repeat. I was prepared yeah. for this to be like a big thing, and then it wasn't. I was like, well, I'm, I'm overdressed, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was it was cool still. It was cool. And uh, this is the this is the DLC. This is. This is what you get in that download. Does it ever kind of blow you away how you went from the 3D tactical jig to what we see in that image there of fully functional firearms in every flavor you could possibly want? You know, I haven't really had time to like sit and reflect on it, and I feel like it's good that I haven't. I don't want to build an ego at all. Like that's not my goal here. Um, shit works great. Keep moving forward. Like just keep going. Don't don't bask in your success. That's my opinion, at least. You don't have an ego, man. You're a pretty humble, dude. I appreciate that. I try to be. There it is, right there. Ooh, that yep. is a beautiful Suomi build. And as you can see, the uh, the beta handguard on there. I never know how to pronounce his name. T. Guinan and some shit. He's in the chat. Just just repost in the chat who you are. That's your build. Phenomenal. King Guinan, eighty six. Yeah, that guy. He's also in the ARC 2.0 uh, Alpha. Uh, amazing tester. And I think the first person to make a Suomi version of this build. And he actually has a video at the range shooting it and teaching. I don't know if he's teaching or showing his kid, whatever. His kid's shooting it with him. Really fucking cool. Really, really cool. That carry handle is so sexy, too. This is the image that made me build an ARC. So that carry handle, I don't remember who sent that to me. Someone in AWCY, it was from another project. They were like, yo, this would fit perfect for your DLC. And I made some tweaks to it, some things I didn't like, um, and then made it fit the arc. And speaking of the DLC, and the reason, another reason why it's superior, and I didn't realize the first arc, the pick rails are all fucked up. So some optics will not mount to that pick rail. So just print the DLC, save yourself the headache later of, DMing me and be like, yo, optic doesn't fit. You fucked this up. Like, I'm going to tell you, yeah, I know. I fucked up. My bad. Print the DLC. Mm -hmm. Well, wasn't that original optic made for the uh, Pinty Pro? The what? 
the pin wasn't that from the Pinty Pro the the original uh, optic that fit in there is is that from the uh, the Scarpian? Um, it's actually so this char uh, carry handle was designed for the Setme 2077. Oh, That's okay. what it was. Deep early dev. Um, they've redesigned it for the Pinty, so you can put the Pinty inside of it, and then you've seen it featured on several builds um, outside of that. But I believe it was originally designed by um, V8 Between for the Setme 2077. So I've made enough changes that I'm I can't guarantee that Pinty fits in there. Um, but There's yeah, a Pinty version out there. Yeah, that's that's badass. But and not to take any attention away from the set me. If it was V8 that sent it to me, my bad V8. I didn't. I don't remember. It's no, it's so all, it's all over. It's all over all kinds of builds. Cool. I think it's been um, released. But yeah, this is the the Suomi version. That's hot. Very nice. So this Beautiful. is the. The 22 version, and this is the gun that is going to get my wife into GunCAD, which I've been trying to do for so long. So she's on Instagram now as Miss Invader Zip. Um, she's got like 80 followers and not a single post. She's like, "Why are these people following me? Who are these people?" <laughs> like, you're good. Just build a gun. Um, That's it. Build stuff. Yeah. So she wants to do this as her first project, and then the DB Naver Blaster, which is really fucking cool. Um, so yeah, this is the 22 Arc. That's in all its glory. Carry handle gang. Let's Carry go. I don't remember whose build this is, but somebody <clears throat> suggested I make this stock fit the arc. And I don't know enough about guns to even tell you what stock this is. So if someone wants to tell me what this is or in the comments, because apparently this is pretty popular and I don't know what it's from. It uh, looks like part of the ACR stock. At least that's that's, it, that's the one that sounds definitely familiar. a mutation. I like it. Looks like a fish. Yeah, it looks like a fish. Um, so yeah, I spent however many hours on CAD, and I don't even know what the fuck it came from. But uh, yeah, that's the stock with a printed TPU butt pad. If you want to go that route, it looks like he's running Glock, Glock mags. Yeah, it looks, and it looks awfully stocky to go with I that was, barrel. Gonna say yes, a little short. I don't know. I mean, it might be the angle. It might be a brace. Right. Yeah, it's got to be the angle. It's an illusion. That is absolutely yeah, sixteen inches. Why? Yeah, I think so. it's, it's a fisheye lens. Come on, guys. Jeez. <laughs> got it. Got to be. Got to be. There we go. Uh, this oh, is this out. is someone else on. I think this came from Twitter. Again, I don't know. I see cool ass builds and I save them. Uh, but this is the Arc DLC Glock version. So this is the R301 that came from Apex Legends. Um, if you don't like the look of that lower in the DLC, you can still use the lower from the first Arc release. I made sure everything was backward compatible. So if you want just a standard lower that doesn't look all funky like that, just go to the first Arc release, take the lower, and that's it. And then print everything else from the DLC. It's a little yeah, confusing. That's, that's wild, right there. That lower, he the way he's got the grip extended down like that. That's wild. So those grips were from Three F Tech. Um, he just done a couple of grips for me on the arc release, and then I was trying to incorporate them into the brace and stock combos. Um, so that's what that is. I don't know. For me, it kind of looks like it was just like chopped and pasted, and that's basically what it was. But uh, some people liked it, apparently, so here we are. So this is Bruninja. Uh, some people have their opinions on nerf-looking builds. 
Um, I love them. I think they're they look, for nothing, baby. Yeah, I think it looked very cool. So he has two Glock builds, one's from the DLC and one's the original release. Uh, he was one of my DLC beta, uh, beta testers. On the picture on the left, the front build is the DLC. Um, and in that picture on the right, he actually had his buffer tube blow out. And we don't know why, because he had the right spring and the right weight. And he was, this video is great. It's in the DLC release. He was mag dumping, really cool. Um, so I'm just going to call bad filament on that one, because it's the only time we've really seen buffer tubes blow out on the arc. I, I, I just had a buffer tube blow out on an arc, and it was printed in coex glass filled. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I'm not hearing about it now. Tell me about it. Um, well, I took Cape to go shoot like two weeks ago, maybe I think it was. Um, I fired a magazine, loaded another magazine, halfway through the magazine, um, buffer tube blew out on a layer line. It was pretty vertically. I'm going to reprint it horizontally. So, not sure. Yo, exactly. what? No. It, it, it just split about, I don't know, an inch back from the, the where it connects. Like right, right at the binding barrel. Oh uh, yeah. Like the head. Yeah. Interesting. It, it totally came out on a layer line, like just right down it. So maybe I didn't print it hot enough. Or maybe one of the one of the rods, the binding barrels weren't tight enough. That's weird. Could but be. printing it horizontal, be be cautious. I know Cron uh, printed horizontal, and he had some issues with ovaling. Hmm. So just keep that in mind. I'm sorry to hear that about your build. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. I never like to see a failed print, man. It sucks. Uh, so this is my 7.62 Tokarev arc. Um, that's the exact configuration I competed with at the Maker's Match. Actually, I think I had a brace on there. But, yeah, that's that's how it looked when it was still nice and clean. I still have it back there in the mess. Um my favorite build of all time. That's a pretty esoteric caliber. Why did you decide to do that? So when I was talking with, uh, at that right hand, he had brought it up and I was like, oh, is that even compatible? And he was like, yeah, it uses the same nine millimeter bolt carrier. He's like, it's basically the same brown. It's just longer, same case. And uh, obviously it's got way more of a punch because um, the case is necked, but uh I was like, dude, this is this is badass. And then I started to look up online. The rounds are cheap, and you go to a gun shop, and, and even online, and there's no limit on how much you can buy. They're trying to upsell you to buy more because not enough people buy this round. And I was like, dude, this is way better than 9 mil. Um, so if you want something that's a little bit more aggressive than 9, but you want to use 9 parts, you can do that. Uh, this, you can use a PPS barrel if you can find one in Tokariv, but I couldn't find one. Um, but you can use a PPS barrel, and you this build has the STG barrel. So those are available on, I think it was BPR or BRP guns. You just Google 762 Toker barrel, and it's like the first one that pops up. And it's in the README as well. Um, it uses both STG and PPS barrels. So you have that option. And the convenience of the PPS mags, you can run Toker and 9 out of them. So one lower, two calibers, same bolt carrier, swap the barrel. I like that a lot. Ooh, holy mag! Ooh. I don't even remember this this picture. I don't think I even submitted this picture to you guys. Holy shit! So 
Is that what? Evo. That's long as fuck. Size does matter. Size matters. Holy shit. Wow. Well, these are two That's great a rifle. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of those like AK memes where they have like the AK mags like just going in a fucking spiral. All the way back up to the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. This is badass. Yeah, you can see on this tip wing where they where they like started over to, to make it that long. <laughs> it's awesome. like they just put two mags and just copy pasted them together. Basically. You can see the line. <laughs> and I don't know what grips those are. I've never seen those, so that's that's cool. They put some different grip on there. For the man who hates reloading. Right. So this is gonna be quite the teaser. Uh, this is PSR's arc build in progress. Uh, he's running Colt mags, so that will be coming soon. And he has the arc build kit with that fixed presser and all that. So in the, the optic and whatnot. So coming soon. Coming soon to a YouTube new you. I really like that Colt mag. Mm. Yeah. Nice. They're fun. They're fun. So stay tuned. I would say maybe a month. This will be on the interwebs. Ooh. So nice. This is a another Vidyaz DLC build. Uh, another, I don't remember who. This is another beta tester for the DLC. I know who this is. I know those window whales anywhere. If you want to say, I don't know if you want to say. I don't no, I'm not going to say. Okay. To those that shall not be named, yeah. This is this is great. Very as cool. soon as I saw those belts, my uh, my my shorts got a little bit tighter. Uh, <laughs> are we gonna see a belt fed art? Please don't. People have said Mac Mac bolt arcs <laughs> and everything else, and like look, we need arc 3.0 and 4.0 before you get to arc 5.0, which is definitely the 50 BMG. Yeah. So. I don't don't give me good ideas because I won't say no. So please just hold your comments. Um, I could get into a, a MacBolt arc. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> we can because, see the light leaving his eyes. Because I'm not just gonna make it a Mac. I'm gonna be like, oh, let me turn the MacBolt 90 degrees and make it fucking feed from the top and like. I'm in. No, please don't do that. Don't do me like that. 44 Henry Rimfire, let's go. Lever action arc. No, no, I'm sorry. You guys are going to get, hopefully, five versions of arc out of me, and then the arc will be dead to me. Well, I can't wait to see beyond the arc. Uh, so this is the piece release, which I made compatible with the arc, but obviously for your standard AR lowers. Uh, it looks a little bit different now, and I do not have one in arm's reach. But basically, I don't even remember the company. It's just I ripped off another company. Uh, they sell this convenient battle bar, they call it. Basically, you can drop your bolt and lock your bolt back with your primary hand with your thumb, so you don't have to worry about your secondary hand hitting that bolt release. Um, we don't remember. I think we already have the, the rimfire. We have the, the 22. Anyways, and it's arc with a K, man. That's like that's like alpha letters, you know. We got the K now. Um, that was the only reason the comment went up there was oh, spelling correct. Got you, nice. Uh, so yeah, this is just the called the piece release. It's on 
AWC or on Odyssey and DevCAD if you want to do it. It's compatible with your standard AR lower. Um, and just the convenience factor of locking your bolt back and dropping your bolt without using your secondary hand. So if you don't want to spend 80 bucks on a metal one, you can spend, you know, 10 cents on a printed one. So what was it like to go from doing something like the arc, which is fairly complex? It's, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things that you had to figure out, problems to solve. Um, what was it like to go to doing just a smaller, simpler project like this? Was it kind of a palate cleanser? It was nice that it wasn't so complex. Yeah, it was cool. And I've always wanted one of these, but I was like, yo, I can't spend 80 bucks on this. It's ridiculous. Like, you know, so, you know, fuck it. Why don't I just make this shit? Why have I been waiting? And it's been in my favorites on my phone forever. Let me just make it. So, uh, yeah, we made it. And it, like I said, it looks different than this now. Um, and then that little slot down the center, there's, I think there's three of them now. You can just chop some like raw filament from your spool and press it in there. So you have some accent colors. Um, so yeah, just something cool that I feel like is, you know, needed for our printed builds. And I don't know what lowers it's compatible with. I just know that it's compatible with your mil spec AR lowers. So go print one. It's like an hour print time. Sounds like an easy, quick upgrade. That's pretty cool. For sure. Yeah, and you can do nylon even better. Are you able to rotate that picture by any chance? I don't believe so. Okay, so if everyone would just turn your phones or turn your heads if you're on the computer. <laughs> um, this is the ARC 2.0. And no, no printed parts, obviously. And I couldn't balance the fire control group there perfectly. It's like, fuck it, I'll take it out. But this is this is the future, in my opinion, and the way I'm going, the route I'm going. Um, I'm basically spilling the beans here, so let me do my thing, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is it. So basically, there's in that picture I'm showing you heat mitigation um, on the upper and the gas tube, which surprisingly the concern is the gas tube, and that's the wrong concern. The concern is the barrel, um, which I'm learning now. And thankfully, at this point, we've gotten pretty far in the alpha. And I don't want to start the ARC 2.0 beta until it's basically ready for release. Because I hate that feeling of making people print and reprint and waste their time. Like, I got seven or eight alpha testers, and I just feel like shit. I'm going to, like, try to, you know, uh, hook them up with, like, ammo that, you know, they use to test this out and, like, fill them in because I hate, you know, making people waste their time. On, on the first arc, I did all the testing myself, made sure it was good, and then I started the beta. And uh, it's just a little bit harder on this because you need to reach these round counts. Oh, you don't need to, but I want to reach these round counts that prove its reliability and that it's durable and the longevity of the build. Um, so far, we're at 300 on a PLA Plus build uh, in one session and 500 on a nylon frame and I don't think that's in one session but nylon's not really a concern for me and the goal was to go PLA here because everyone can't print nylon um, but they I'm should hoping, I, I'm hoping we can kind of make the next step in the community to print nylon don't buy an S1 Pro do not buy a fucking S1 Pro print nylon with a Prusa or some other shit I'm going to actually try to make sure this fits on a Prusa uh, and apparently Flash Forge don't buy that either I just wanted to back up real quick for one second because you you know you want to go into beta when it's ready for release, but um, just some of you guys really need to understand that it is an honor and a privilege to get to work with some of the devs. 
uh, not not all the devs, but obviously it is an honor to work with the devs. But there are some projects and there are some devs people would kill to get to alpha for you guys and print and throw away filament over and over and over again. So so don't act like you know it's it, you're putting people out by having them test or in reprint and reprint for you because this is some people's part in gun cap. Yeah, I just feel like it's a little bit of a turnoff and people could get discouraged. Um, and my ideology behind it is still getting the community involved. Like, honestly, at this point, we can go straight from alpha to release. We have enough round counts on the arc as is, but I'm not satisfied. Like, it needs, if, if there's going to be the, I don't want to say the first because there's already another release out there, but a reliable AR 15 rifle caliber print out there. I want to try to get more of the community involved before just say, Hey, you know, it's released, whatever, you know, so people can have something that propels them forward. Like, I want to get more involved. Uh, so that's kind of the goal of the beta. And I've already told the beta guys this, they're basically going to get a refined product that's ready to release. You know, they're going to have the finished product. They're not going to have to reprint hopefully. Um, and that, that's the R2.0 bare bones. Did, did I see today that somebody had an alpha R2.0 in a competition? Did I see that? You saw that. Uh, Kron printed a full nylon alpha R2.0. His alpha is flawless. Um, I don't even know what version he's even fucking running. We're on like version 12 now. Uh, but his is flawless, running no problem. Um I have some video if you guys want to see. I, I, some, right, of the, right. some of the slideshow was supposed to be video. It just doesn't look like it worked out, but I do have all the videos, and I can share each one of them. So if you want me to interject some of these in there, I do have um, what you're talking about. Please. Okay, hold on one sec. Very cool. Yeah, um, I, I, I saw this earlier on social media, and I was, I was beside myself. I didn't know that the 2.0 was at that point. And uh, it looked like it ran flawlessly. I was impressed with the shooter, but I was I was equally impressed with the with the platform he was running. Yeah, and honestly, something I didn't even notice until I think it was come out. PLA commented he was like, "Yo, look at that ejection pattern." And I went back and watched it again, and it was like every single case was landing on top of itself. And I was like, "Holy shit, this is That's this is awesome. no joke." Yeah, I was like, "This is insane." So you kind of mentioned uh, a little bit of your philosophy on it, but uh, could you elaborate on your philosophy of what designers owe the community? Or I, I guess another way to phrase that is, is what sort of responsibility do you feel to the people testing your design? I only have one responsibility to the community and that's safety. That's my only responsibility to you guys. I will never release something to people that isn't safe. I don't want people to make the mistake that, you know, they go print it and they're like, oh, showing it off at the range or something and it fucking blows up. Like, that's why I, in the past, have kept my alphas to just myself. You know, I can trust myself. And now I've learned the people that I've learned in the community and I'll learn who they are and I can trust more people at this point. Um, but safety is priority, guys. Like, once these files go out there, it's like wildfire. You know, they're, there's arcs everywhere now and arc 2.0 i feel like is going to be even bigger um so yeah safety is absolutely number one always so with the arc 2.0 would you say that you'll be able to 
I'll bleed this over to a fully printed upper that will be able to go on any A or lower. I don't know, because the way that the arc is designed. Um, it really sucks that we can't rotate this picture, but there's a lot of heat mitigation printed in there um, that they're just, you would have to modify your AR lower. And I just, I don't see a feasible way of doing that. If you're running like your standard, you know, like M-Lock metal hand guards and shit, just, I don't want to say no, but it would take like a considerable amount of redesigning to try to make that work. Um, but like I said, I am very receptive to people making, if you want to call them remixes and using this as inspiration. Uh, there's enough CAD guys out there and there's maybe four other devs working on a printed AR, completely printed AR that um, my hopes are once this releases, People are going to print the ARC just because they like the ARC. They like the look of the ARC. But there's a lot more people that just want your standard AR-15 mil-spec look. And I'm hoping that the devs out there and anyone in the community knows who I'm talking about. Um, I'm hoping that they take this and kind of build off of it, get some inspiration from it, and maybe think of better ideas. Because then those better ideas are going to benefit me in the long run to then make the ARC 3.0, for example. We just need to keep working together. Like I always give this example: if Samsung and Apple fucking work together, like what would we have in our pockets? You know, but they're constantly like gatekeeping and like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna just give you a little snippet here because they're doing some other shit and whatever. There's, I don't want that in the community. You know, absolutely. Like you guys know, Proto Firearms. He's been working on a uh, AR-15 build for a long time, and me and him have talked pretty often and he knows exactly the inside and out of the arc 2.0 i've given him suggestions he's given me suggestions in the amount of time he's been working on it um like if hoffman were to hit me up and say hey i'm working on this what uh what are you doing for this heat mitigation what are you doing in this area i would tell him exactly what's going on i don't want to hold back any info that's gonna prevent a developer from moving forward mm -hmm. That spirit of collaboration, I think, is the way that we as a community will move forward. I know I've been talking with 3D Arms and Middleton about the pump that they're doing, and I think that that's how we're going to start getting amazing aesthetic choices, and we're going to start getting the benefit of all of the failures of the other team and your team and any anybody who's working on it. We're going to start to uh, aggregate all of these successes and really create something special. It's cool to hear you have that attitude. Yeah, the problem is that people are worried, like, and this is kind of ingrained in the entire gun cat community that someone's going to steal my design. Um, in reality, it should be like, well, if someone wants to try to make, you know, build a better mousetrap, work with them. Don't fight them. You know, but okay, let's, let's do it together. Let's collab. Like you're saying. Um, and it's just, it's just a more efficient way to run more efficient way to operate. And I hope that the community starts to take this on this outlook of development Safety in the defense first, yeah, 100%. Safety is priority because if you can't be trusted as a developer or as an entity like AWCY is, um, your releases mean nothing, absolutely nothing. You know, like, I don't want to throw shade in any way, and this is not intended to throw shade, but um, the Harlot has an example. The Harlot has a very bad vibe about it, 
in the sense of, you know, unsafe things happening. Um, nothing against the designer, but I don't want that to spread in the sense of like being unsafe with your releases. Yeah, really if, if you don't mind if I interject on that, I think that Cape and I really, really examined that stuff in one, I think episode one or two with the harlot that some of that was just misinformation. Was there some poor practices on suggesting super glue? Well, you know, I'm not an engineer. I don't have those credentials. But I'm going to say super glue is bad. But I don't believe that the photos that we saw of exploded harlots were real. They didn't look real. They didn't seem real. And the people who made those accusations disappeared as quickly as they showed up. That's fair. So... Now that you say that, I'm not. I'm not surprised, and that's a bad thing with our community is that I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? Um, nice cats, worm. <laughs> right. And I was actually one of the first people to jump out there and talk shit on the on the harlot, but I'm also the first guy to backtrack and say, you know what? I didn't give it a fair shake, and after talking to the to the designer, I might have been wrong. That's fair. That's fair. I'll. I'll uh... I have a harlot printed. I haven't built it, so maybe I'll give it a shot. Uh, can you go back one slide? I don't want to miss that slide. That's one of the alpha testers for the 2.0. This is no spam in the Arc 2.0 alpha. I, again, can't tell you. I started putting versions on it after, like, version 7, so I don't know what version this is. Um, he got, I think, 100 and something rounds through this one, and this is when we started to learn that heat mitigation needed to be greater on the barrel retention system. Um, which are those metal plates you saw on the previous picture. But, uh, yeah, this is another ARC 2.0 Alpha. I'm going to come back to the rest of your slides. I wanted to put these videos in because some of these videos should have been in. You can back up and just narrate through them as you like, and I'll just kind of speed through them, and then we'll come back to the slides. Okay. Buffering. Oh, come on. Soon we'll have no buffers, guys. The sound, <laughs> the sound does justice. Can you put sound on it? I don't think when, so. It's okay. Well, that's the early iteration of the piece release. Uh, it's, I believe that was Cron. Um, just showing that it works. He was one of the testers for it. So, again, guys, it's like an hour print. Oh, you got to have sound on this one, man. Please make it work. I'll narrate. I'll say pew, 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 pew in the background. I could use a Werther's, he said. He said, man, that's smoother than a gravy sandwich. Smoother than a gravy sandwich, he said. <laughs> oh, so this is the second time coming out to shoot the arc. Um, but zero. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You can keep going. We see zero all the time. It's cool. So this is the first shots of the arc um, with Cron, arc 2.0. Let me repeat. And now there's I gotta have numbers. So yeah, the first shots of arc 2.0. Okay, this, this is, is the barrel bounce. Or the no, barrel no, 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 no. This is something completely different. So here, play that, and then I'm gonna take a minute to explain this. Okay, so Did, it's like was this was this? I cut? watched was this. It it's a slow mo. It's about 20 seconds, and then there's like 16 seconds before the slow mo kicks in. I'm gonna try to jump right to. Can, it. Yeah, please. I should have trimmed this before I sent it to you guys. I apologize. You guys all have a valuable time here. 
anyways, while this is trying to figure out what what's going on, um, when I was going to start making the Arc 2.0, heat mitigation was the main concern. And my thought at that time was the main issue was the gas tube. Now I know that it's not entirely the gas tube, but it's the barrel. The barrel gets way hotter than a pistol caliber barrel does. So I started to go into electronics, and I had talked to Suckboy20 about this at the Bear Arms and Bitcoin convention, um, and he liked my idea, and I was going to run a solenoid. So that metal bar you see that's sitting in this orientation below the barrel, <clears throat> there you go, you see the barrel, or you see the bolt kind of rack. Um, that's a solenoid activating a rod pressing on the barrel. So that was my concept, was to have a basically electronically activated action um, for cycling that bolt. And that would reduce your gas tube heat issue, which now I learned that that doesn't really matter. Um, it turns out that the solenoid in that video to cycle it about half of its cycle that it needed was like this big. So in order to get that to work, I needed to have a longer rod than the barrel was, which would mean that your round is probably going to hit your solenoid because I still needed a bigger solenoid. And I didn't want to make anyone have to wind their own solenoids. So this was scrapped pretty quickly. And there was about 15 Amazon returns the next day because there was a lot of components involved with this. And uh, Mr. Snow was planning on helping me with that. But um, the R2.0 was almost electronic. So hopefully in the future we have that. Uh, this is one pew, two pew, yeeting his fucking arc. And I don't think I sent you guys the video, but this is on YouTube. Uh, picks it up afterwards, and it works flawlessly. So a few people have done this as well, and there's no issues. He says, here we go. Yep, here we go. Yeet! <laughs> that kind of hurt, he said. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeet my arc. So this was me competing at the Makers match with the Tokarev. And I chopped it at the end because I uh, I fucked up. So I didn't want to put that, put myself on blast for that. But um, Ark performed flawlessly. Yeah, at least you didn't have spicy quad taps like one guy. <laughs> yeah. So this is the video of Bruninja with the buff tube blown out and the gun on his left hand. It just stopped firing and he looked down. He was like, oh, shit. Springs dangling. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. We still don't know what happened. Still don't know what happened. So printed buffer tubes, man. You know, I guess it's hit or miss. So this was, uh, this was early on. I want to say this was before the DLC. When the push-up test was happening with Hoffman. And I recorded this so many times that I was fucking dying from doing push-ups. I'm really sorry that you guys can't hear the music. Okay, so um, salt, just just YouTube salt and pepper push it. And then just yeah. put two and two together. And uh, You remember the old days when we all covered our faces? Yes. Yeah, this was, uh, this was before I was the don't give a fuck anymore mentality. Let's never go back. Be like Zip. Don't give a fuck. But, yo, I got flagged for this, actually. They flagged me for this for sale of firearms or some shit. And I, <coughs> I, you know, on Instagram. And I uh, fought it or whatever. And it's back on there now. 
So this was the first mag dump of the first arc. If you even want to call this a mag dump, I feel like my finger's too slow. Yes, I missed this range day by like a weekend. Yeah, you should have been there. You were in town, but you were like packing to go get on a flight. I think I had yeah, or that or I just left like two days before. I missed yeah, it. Was like you were you were you were we were looking at our phones because you were supposed to message us if you could make it or not. I know. I remember big regret. I really liked the vice. It was such a sketchy setup. Why? I had C clamps holding a vice to a picnic table. Shit, you're still pulling it with a string. It's safe. <laughs> and that string was way longer than it needed to be. And I had it going around a tree, so I wasn't straight behind it because my concern was the rods <laughs> fucking projectile backwards. So that's you, you the very first. Seen... Go ahead, Bitflop. So that's the very first round fired right there, obviously. Yes. And I still have that round saved, steel case. Yeah. You don't know what sketchy is until you see the vice setup that Pitbull and I did for the set mate. That was sketchy as fuck. And it's a good thing we set it up the way we did. Right, is that so when glad. the barrel just went and just launched? No, that wasn't mine. No. This was bungeed to the ground with tent stakes and bungees oh, on a God. on a plastic <laughs> AR support. So I think we need to invest in sleds as a community. Like everyone just go buy a sled, print it. We should design a sled. Printable. That's a good idea. You could also the high score vice from uh, or the the brand is high score H Y S K O R E or something. It's like fifty bucks. It's a it's a typically a cleaning vice, but it hey you can strap everything down. Super cheap. Go get one. You will be safer. So I yeah. see you not a battery. Yeah, and uh, this was the first round he ever shot out of this gun. Um, uh. If you start at the beginning of the video and just keep it paused at like the beginning, I see, and I need to fix this. So if anyone hasn't printed an arc yet, the recommended print orientations for the upper is pick rail down. Do not follow those orientations. I need to update them. I listened to somebody that I shouldn't have print the upper vertical. Um, I feel like that may have like helped the out of battery and the way that it broke. But I also think he may have had support material that wasn't cleared out. And so his bolt never made it home. Because he wasn't rapid firing. That was like a first shot out of the gun. Fucking blew up. That's why we string test people. Yes. And uh, Riptide charging handle. Solid as a rock. Picked it up and it was still good. So shout out to Riptide on that one. Um, he's safe. He didn't get injured in any way, thankfully. Yeah. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? It's Gur. It's Gur, yeah. So this is more Arc 1.0 testing. Um, this was the Arc 1.0 beta. I'm really sorry you can't hear the sound. Just imagine Gur making a bunch of random sounds. That's it's what it is. And I apologize to the live chat. I'm like trying to be here and look over here. I'm sorry. I'm probably missing a whole bunch of shit. So, okay, that's the end of the videos. All right then. If you guys have questions, DM me. I respond to every single DM. Okay, you want to burn through the rest of the slides real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, 
T Guinu, can't say his fucking name. R two point alpha. Version one. Version one. That fucks. Kron's Arc 2.0 that he tested with at the competition. Performed flawlessly, still going. Also fucks. Super fucks. And I got robbed out of the P80 Ralph Roaster Builds fucking trophy on this one. This bullshit. Which, ep- which episode? Uh, that's like two episodes ago. Oh. Not this Not this Friday, last Friday, I think. Uh, Dick Evo won last night. Yeah, I saw that. I watched that. Did you guys Dick- send that to some like YouTuber? Uh, yeah, that that actually got sent to James Ravis from the Firearms Blogs. He held the package since the first Gunmakers match. He opened it like nine months later, did the mail thing, and that box. I mean, obviously, he has so much mail, he can only go through so much, but that one just happened to come out. It's crazy when he opened it. So, that's insane. Uh, this is a still of a video of no spam from the ARC 2.0 Alpha shooting. Um I think he got through 130 rounds before he was no longer going into battery. And we've solved that issue at this point. So I have yet to shout these people out. This is CNT CNT Designs. I have it on my wall over here around the corner. Um, I'm waiting until I have the ARC 1.0 or ARC 2.0 done. I'm going to post a picture up really cool. But they did some sheet metal laser cutting of the proliferate the signal with the ARC like standing out and welded on some rods. Uh, yeah. Really fucking yeah, that's, cool. That's dope as fuck. Yeah. And I just got it in the mail one day and I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? This is so cool. And it's big. It's, it's pretty big. It's probably like three feet by three feet. Oh, man. <laughs> this was my attempt at saving the ufo 22 which i quickly uh stopped doing because uh this was all send cut send a 22 ruger 22 bolt 1022 um but then material cost for all the cuts for different material thicknesses was just ridiculous just go buy a fucking ruger 1022 bolt and call it a day yeah all the ejectors man so zero's holding an ejector i Started to order these parts from Send Cut Send and forgot to change it from inches to millimeter. So we have a massive 1022, I'm sorry, ejector, extractor. Massive 1022 extractor. I have a few of them. We should give those away, man. Um, actually, we that should build a, uh, something out of them because there's enough of those in large parts. You're not the only one to get them. And, and so challenge to the community is to actually get everything in inches when you need it in millimeters and build a real weapon out of it. We, we need a 120 millimeter, 1022. We do. And people are like, oh, the price didn't throw you off. And it's like, no, Sen Cut Sen just gives metal away. I think the ARC 5.0 should be, uh, instead of 9 millimeter, 9 meter. That could be fun. So the 5.0 yeah. is the BMG, though. Yeah. 6.0. Thank you. You have the three and the four in there. We got a belt fed, and then you can do the weird one on for Wait, arc four. Belt, belt fed's not happening. Come on, it's arc four point No, four point is a launcher. Okay, three point Three point is AR ten. As long as the lever action is like a Halloween special, I'm happy with it. Oh my god, you guys are killing me! <laughs> Don't give me ideas because I won't say no. I believe that was the last slide. Anybody got any questions in the comments for Zip? Zip, what are your thoughts on the GMM? Gunmakers match. It was really cool. It was my first time ever competing, so I don't really have anything to compare it to. Um, But shooting aside, meeting all these people from the community was probably the best part. Like 
putting a name to a face or not even a name, putting a fucking profile picture to a face, you know, um, everyone's so cool in the community and it's just, it was a great time. Like if you haven't gone, I would recommend going. You're saying like putting a face to a friendship. Yeah. Gamer house was the highlight. Gamer house was the highlight. Um, if you weren't at the gamer house and you know, I don't know. Are, are we cool? Are, are you? Cool I don't yet? think you attended the match if you weren't at the gamer house. Yeah, no. The gamer house was probably the highlight of the trip. Very. Cool. Oh, were you uncomfortable when you went to the makers match and you had to submit for the penis inspection, or were you into it? No, I was cool, man. <laughs> I didn't have anything to worry about. I'm full size, you know. Handsome and nope. hung. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. Somebody's not Irish. Total package. He was it's, humble about everything all night except for that. Yeah. It's, it's the Italian side, you know, it's just it's just the way uh, it is. Yeah. That Moorish influence, I got it. Yeah, the next match is fucking awesome. Like do we know where it's gonna be next year? No. No hmm. word. Cron, where's it gonna be? Yeah, right. Come on, Kron. People have spoken. There need to be two a year. Yeah, I think we can do two a year. That would be great. Yes. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, my plans for upcoming releases. We have the 2.0. Um, the DLC for the 2.0 is going to be called the Wraith. It will be a bufferless AR-15. Um, then we got the 3.0, and then the DLC for the 3.0 will be called the Phantom, which will be a bufferless AR-10. And then 4.0 will be a launcher, and 5.0 will be a 50 BMG, hopefully. Very cool. So if you guys have any other ideas besides what we've heard tonight, because I don't like these ideas, uh, shoot me a DM, and um, we'll entertain your idea. Helical mag. Arc. Danny Meatball. Danny Meatball. 12 gauge win. Ooh, asking the tough question. Well, 12 like gauge, that. technically, Arc 3.0 is 12 gauge, no? AR 10. It would be, you could uh, make it a 12 gauge. No. That's right? Badass. Yeah. So we're good there. We don't need a belt. We got mags. So we pass on the belt. Belts are a little awkward to carry, anyways. Hey, if you could do 50 BMG and we don't have to pay $1,700 for an upper, we can, we can skip the belt. We'll see when I get to that point, bolt carrier barrel situation. But uh, that's that's the goal. We'll see. You might have to use like one-inch rods on that one, you know, pretty pretty girthy. M12. Yeah. And just kind of love us that week. Yeah. It's going be, gonna to be interesting. Very cool. Well, it's been an absolute blast. We've loved having you. Is there? Uh, do you have any links or anything you'd like us to post so that people can come find your stuff? Uh, InvaderZip.com. Go play the video game if you're into that shit. If you're not, just scroll down, click store. Uh, you can buy Harbor Kit if you want to. If you don't, that's cool. Uh, release docs have everything you need in there if you don't want to buy Harbor Kit. Um, Instagram, Twitter. And on Matrix, it's at invaderzip underscore. Uh, and like I said, I respond to everybody. So hit me up. Just don't ask me for feed pics. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, he's he's got them, though. On OnlyFans. Say again? 
uh, OnlyFans. You're very responsive there, and I've, I've, I've interacted with you on Grinder. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so on my uh, on my social media, I have a uh, OnlyFans link tree. Click that. All the info you ever need is going to be there. So go there. See why you pay picks on free. Very nice. Yeah, I don't think I get money to make these arcs. <laughs> Zip, will you join us in Discord for a little while? Uh. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. I got two kids there. You we know, only asked for one two kid. minutes, and we only try to turn it into two more hours. Okay. When he says two kids, he means one wife. The wife as well, yes, actually. So that's maybe three kids at that point, right? Yeah. One day it turns into three wives. It's probably too late. I don't think she's watching at this point. We're good. <laughs> so Todd, Zero, we love having you guys as well. Do you guys have any final uh, statements or questions that you guys have for Zip? I don't think I have anything else. Sweet. Yep, how'd you get so handsome? Uh, well, when a man and a woman like each other very much, oh. <laughs> you cut it right there. Uh, good night, no, folks. No, what comes after that? I don't know. <laughs> Wait till next episode. Don't forget to turn in your. Don't forget to turn in your GatLab submissions. Oh, you got two weeks, and don't forget to turn in your ghost gunner. Dude, like 12 of you guys have turned in the ghost gunner tokens. I I get it. We're not telling anybody about it. We'll keep the submissions low, make your chances better, but come on. Only 12 of you want this thing? I know it wouldn't be. I mean, it's better better for us, right? I mean, whoever enters. That's true. true. Don't enter, I guess. I'm entered, so let me get a ghost gunner. (laughs) All right, everybody. Good night. Your ghost gunner's clicked the best. Got it. Got it. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Everybody.